This is What's Working, a show about the realities of life at work. These are true stories recorded in the offices that inspired them. This podcast is brought to you by Managed by Q, the first tool designed for workplace teams. Hey everyone, it's Emily. This week's episode of What's Working is about interviewing for a job. I interviewed to be a part-time tutor years ago, and I had already been doing tutoring and teaching. So for whatever reason, though, on the way to this interview, I was really nervous. I just had a bad feeling. So I called my friend and I told her that for some reason, I just felt like I was going to, they were going to ask me to take a test. And she was like, I I don't think they're going to do that. You'll be fine. You know, they didn't ask you to do that. So you can't be prepared for that. It'll be okay. Plus, the interview was for a part-time position, and it was at a busy coffee shop in the middle of the day. So I show up, and sure enough, there's a standardized test. (laughs) And the guy hands me a packet for the English and a packet for the math and walks away. Gives me 25 minutes, walks away. So I start to get really nervous and I finish the English part and I start looking at the math and I'm just like, no. (laughs) So the guy comes back and I hand him the, the finished English portion and then I just sort of slide over the math part and I'm like, yeah, I just, I just didn't do this part. And I could see the bewilderment in his eyes, but... I left and called my friend and was so embarrassed and told her what happened. And she was just like, wait, you just didn't do the entire math section? That is the biggest power move I've ever heard of for an interview. Just flat out refusing to do part of it. Needless to say, I did not get the job. But alas. So we have some great, great interviewing for a job stories. Enjoy. My name is Colin. I work at a tech company in New York, and I'm a technical recruiter. So I used to work at this tech recruiting agency. Our job could really depend on the candidates you're working with. Um, Again, the idea is to work with candidates, pitch them on a variety of clients that we have. Ours were mostly like startups in the city. Mm -hmm. Help them get interviews, provide prep for the interviews. If if they're like lacking in certain interviewing skills, you be the one to be the bad guy and tell them like, hey, you're not very good at this thing, but I'm only telling you this because we're on the same side and I want to see you succeed. Right. For the people who are really good, we are kind of, we had no value because they can get jobs on their own. Right. So it's always finding the line of how much help you need to give versus how much you just let people do do their own thing thing and you just put the introduction and put the resume to the top. But, you know, we're financially, we were financially incentivized for these people to sign it, the companies that we introduce them to, because that's just how the yeah. world, that's just how that industry works. So anyway, I was managing this new recruiter. He was working with this guy, and we would try to meet everybody that we were working with, at least the ones who were like were very promising. So this guy was doing very well technically, and technical interviews for software engineers are like really pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so it's multiple steps, and the, the on-site is like four hours and can be pretty grueling. Met this guy, and he, he had been doing very well technically. So weren't worried there, and we, we met him in person. He was a super personable. So like, if you have those two things going for you in, in those interviews, like you're probably going to get a couple of offers. Right. So met him. 
he was like normal, like really nice. It's like, okay, this guy's, this guy's great. He's, gonna, he's probably gonna get a couple of offers. So he goes to an onsite with one of these startups that we represent and we get an email from them afterwards. Like, did you meet this guy you sent to us? And we're like, yeah, like, well, what happened? He's like, and they said, you know, he, he came in and he had a burrito from Chipotle and he just ate it the whole interview. No and then way. he finished the burrito <laughs> and he brought out chips and guac and he just ate throughout the full three hour interview was eating his burrito and chips and guac like through the whole time. <laughs> and we're like, how is this pie? How? We try, we work so hard to like get every case of like what you don't do during interviews. It's some of the, some things are just so like layup obvious that you just shouldn't do. Right, like have and, a full meal. Yeah, and if you, if you meet somebody and you get vibes that they might be nervous in interviews or whatever, you, you try to like coach that out. Yeah, right. But this was like so table stakes of something you don't do. And, we're just, and we called this guy like, dude, what in the world were you thinking, man? Why did you do that? Right. <laughs> we met you, we didn't know it. Like we didn't expect to have to tell you to don't fucking eat right. a burrito during your interview. You didn't bring Chipotle yeah. into our office. <laughs> yeah. Why would you, oh yeah. my God. So it's like, okay, wh where, where does our job function end? And like, where does common sense like take wow. over? Wow. Yeah. yeah. My name is Caitlin and I work in marketing at Managed by Q. So once in college, I was interviewing for a secretary receptionist position within our like student center. And I actually ended up doing a very similar job in a different department, but this particular interview I went into thinking it was pretty low maintenance. It was like a 12 hour a week job. I was interviewing with a guy who was like maybe two years older than me. I'm thinking like, what do I need to prepare for this? Pretty cash, yeah. To should be totally cash. I come in and they, I guess, had Googled like, weird questions to ask people because that was like really trendy back then the whole like you know how many windows are in the city like right. it's just right the curveball yes they're trying to throw us the curveball i had no reason to expect any of this so you know we kind of get the especially for a 12 hour a <laughs> I, week yeah, job and I, i'm like maybe 20 years old like i don't have work experience at this point right. like i was like a camp counselor and so i'm just coming in thinking and i knew the guy too so i'm coming in thinking like we're just kind of gonna goof off and like have a little chat and like mm -hmm. that'll be it and um so he asked me, like, what song describes my work ethic? And I, I don't see this question coming at all. So I sit in silence for, like, two whole minutes, which, like, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're sitting in silence in a job interview is so long. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, song, work ethic. And the first thing that pops into my head is that Mulan song that starts with, let's get down to business. And I was like... I, I just have to say something. I've been sitting here for two minutes doing nothing. And so finally I was like, you know that song in Mulan where they like get all serious and they're like gonna go get the Huns? And he's like, I guess. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> so that was my answer. And then, so I'm thinking like, wow, that sucked. Hope that doesn't happen again. The next question is, he presents me with like two bouncy balls and like a set of jacks. And he's like, what? Like the like the toys, yeah, right. and he's like, so how would you describe the responsibilities of this job using these toys? And I'm like, what? I barely. <laughs> what? This is a secretary position, <laughs> and so I'm like, I I don't. Am I a ball? Am I a jack? Like, who, who am I in this game? And so I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I would roll over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
were the ball. <laughs> I decided I was the ball. I decided like he was the jack and like people call and we're like the other ball. <laughs> I don't know. And so I was like, oh I would God. like roll over here and get your information. Again, this is like a secretary position. I'm like, I guess I'd Our roll time, over here and answer right. the phone and roll over here and print stuff out or whatever. And yeah, I don't think I described the position very well because I didn't really understand it as it seems as it relates to toys. But um, I ended up not getting the job, which sounds like probably the best thing for all of us involved. <laughs> My name is Chris and I'm a writer and an editor for a tech website. One of the first interviews I had like out of college, I was, I was looking for jobs because I, I worked in communications or I graduated with communications and I was struggling to find a job. I found one for like a scientific writing mm -hmm. job. I had no experience in that whatsoever. All I had was like sports writing because that's what I did in college and that's what I was doing right after college. Uh, so I went in and I, I remember like a certain song came on like on my drive there and I was like, oh man, I'm pumped. Like I'm, I'm going to nail this. Like, I'm <laughs> finally going to get a job and like, it's going to be great. I show up and they make me wait for a little while, fine, not a problem. So like I'm like going through my notes and whatnot. So I get into the interview with this with this older woman and she's interviewing me and asking me about the kinds of writing that I've done and specifically what kind of scientific writing I've done. And I tell her I really haven't done any, but I try to spin it in my way, you know, right, say that I, I can adapt and like I know what I'm talking about. And I, I can, even though I've done mostly sports and whatnot, she goes, okay, do you have your your writing clips? You know, do you have your resume clips and stuff like that? And I realized that I left everything at home. Oh no. And so I was like, I don't have my writing clips on me. And she like looks at me and is like, you didn't bring them with you? And I was like, I forgot them at home. Like just not even, I just blanked on it completely. I forgot to print, you know, whatever. And she just goes, well, uh, that was going to be like the second part of this interview. Like we were going to go through some of your clips. And I was like, okay. Um, oh no, how awkward. So like I can email them to you when I get home. And she was like, no, I think I have enough for what I need. <laughs> and I was like, I am not getting this job at all. And I like walked out and I was like, I will, I will email you. She was like, okay, thank you. And I emailed her, never heard back from them. The door smacked like, you on the way smacked out. Smacked me on the way out. I, I listened to sad music. Up. No, I mean, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was brutal though. Just cause she looked at me like, I can't believe this kid didn't forget. But like, I mean, I forgot. I flat out forgot. And she. Yeah, but you're going to an interview. I know. I, I was, it's definitely <laughs> on me. It's definitely on me. But she was just like, this kid is not right. ready. And like, right. Katie was like, this kid's not ready for this job. Totally. And I probably wasn't, but. She, I felt that she could have handled it better, and obviously I could have handled it better. But she was right. just like, uh, I got nothing else for you. Get out, basically. A big thanks to our guests today for sharing their stories about interviews. If you have a story about work, and it can be about anything about work, any story, I want to hear it. Email me at whatsworking at managedbyq.com. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at What's Working Pod. <laughs> <laughs>